This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby <laughs> and Andy Jacobs. Uh, and this is the H&J Daily for some of the best bits of this afternoon show. Andy, tell us what we like this afternoon. We're going to play for the listeners. Well, we, uh, we had a chat, as we often do. That was quite a bit of fun. And then, uh, of course, the last hour, we had Martin Kellner. He was on good form with his sport on TV. Todd Macklin and his sports roundup from America was fun. I, th- I think you'll like that. We hope you will. And Mike Ward with his weekend of non-sporting telly. Yeah, that's basically it. So here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. News just emerging. How's your luck? Under the first section, how's your luck? Jack Butman, been waiting for a move back to the Premier League for a long time. And uh, it's just been announced, we see on Sky, that he has coronavirus. Poor old Jack Butler, we wish oh, him well. Just back in the Palace, uh, into the Palace setup, looking for game time. But we're going we're gonna to be talking later on to Eddie mm. Batty, who's currently at Wakefield, rugby league player. Mm. And that's a sport that's had a lot of issues around the virus. Uh, a lot of sports have, and more mm. and more are going to get it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to change the landscape, I think, of sport across the world and, and possibly skew league tables and cup competitions and everything over the next few months, isn't it? Definitely, and... Like like I said to you, so many sports people are being tested. I mean, even the referee in the rugby tomorrow, the Exeter... Wayne uh, Barnes. Yeah, Wayne Barnes. Yeah. You know, he's tested by... You'd imagine that it just shows you how many people have got it. I think he must be asymptomatic because... It, well, I don't know that, but I mean, the fact is, you know, going into the game, you'd imagine that he was in a kind of bubble and really careful and just yeah. shows you it's, it's very difficult. Anyway, it is Pele's birthday. and It uh, is, yeah. <laughs> the moose, he is a piece of work, honestly. He's done it. There are a lot of sporting birthdays today. Yarmolenko, mm. uh, he's got a photo with him. Josh De Silva. But uh, there's Alvaro. no doubt in the biggest sporting birthday of the yeah, day is Pele's in the world of sport. And the best moose can do is a picture of... Pele and Maradona, where Moose somehow is in the background looking at his phone. <laughs> so he's in the presence of the two greatest players in the world as a journalist, and he's looking at his phone. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? I don't know. Shouldn't he be looking for an exclusive? He's a piece of It was good, because Max Rushton uh, sent out a picture yeah. of him and Pele uh, to my great friend Pele. <clears throat> Excuse me, I may have a picture at home with me and Pele, but it predates the world of the mobile phone. And I don't know where it is because I told you in New York mm. before the uh, the provisional sort of World Cup draw, I think in 1991 it would 
1992, I think, before they kicked off the qualifying for the World Cup. I went there for the draw, mm. and Pele was on a bus. You were important in world football. Well, that was close. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, 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 he was on a bus near Bloomingdale signing autographs. Oh, yeah. well, I think Visa were one of the sponsors, oh, yeah. of course, and uh, he was there and signing autographs and talking to people with a kind of World Cup replica. And no one seemed massively fussed outside Bloomingdale. So I just jumped on the bus and said hello and shook his hand. It was America, wasn't it, at that point? And I had a, and I had a picture with him, but yeah. I don't know where it is. Your arm around him. I, I, I don't know if I put my arm. The thing is, <laughs> <laughs> the old concept of getting close to Pelham and putting my arm around an 80-year-old man now without a mask on, actually getting within two metres of him, is horrendous. But, uh, yeah, that, that, was pre, that was pre-COVID. Now, you obviously. just mentioned Bloomingdale's there and... Uh, uh, news from another New York department store, Macy's. Oh, yeah. said Santa Claus will not be greeting children this year because of coronavirus. Couldn't he do it behind closed doors? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, know, you can't really, stand it? next... He can do it from a distance. If he's got, like, a two-metre North Pole, <laughs> yeah. he, can, he, can, well, he can just sort of stand there and say, what do you... What do you want for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, I, definitely. It can work, can't it? Work. The thing is, they're quite old, aren't they, Santas? They'd be a bit mutton, yeah, couldn't true. they? They're going to be sitting there going, eh? Talk yeah. a bit louder. Yeah, quite That's possibly. True. I've been a Santa in my time. Really? Well, you oh, kept yeah. that quiet. You, I, I can't think of, uh, apart from the bloke who was the children's entertainer in <laughs> Heidi High, I can't think of anybody less suited to be Santa. <laughs> Very harsh. Than, on, on many levels, actually, Andy. <laughs> I, yeah. I, no. Oh, well, yeah. 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 But uh, how did you get on as a centre? Where did you do it? Was it in a department I did, I did school? I did it at school. I did it at the kids' school. And, I'm not, uh, okay, yeah. And then I also took part in the, it was a, actually, it was Rufus Gordon's dad. Rufus right, our, our, the man the, who's uh, producing Drive today. He organised yeah. the, uh, it was like a Father Christmas of the Year competition, like a race. <laughs> I think I was the compare. You did some weird stuff, didn't you, back in the day? No, Britain's healthiest things. couple, you were the compare of that. Yeah, I know. You've done some real old Me and Wincy Willis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've eaten at the top. I remember. Me Hello, and Wincy. Wincy. Me and, they said we were the new power couple, but it would never work. <laughs> it would never work, me and Wincy. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, okay. Say. Now, of course, I'm a celebrity this year. You could have be... done a show with Paul Inns, shouldn't you? Couldn't you Wincy put that and to... That would have been, I can see that, daytime. And Spider-Man. Yeah, that, that would have been very good. <laughs> yeah, too. it would have worked. Now, uh, top, not top. Don't say uh, top. <laughs> top golf club bordering the I'm a Celebrity set uh, has decided that they won't allow golfers to play during the time that the show is on. Yeah. And uh, club members will be there, but the pay and play golfers have been given the boot for a month. And only members can tee off while I'm a celebrity is in town. But the headline's fantastic. It says, Anton Deck ban golfers. It's not really them, is yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I suppose if you're playing the course and they're making I'm a celebrity next door yeah. and you hit a bit of a, you shank one and mm. ends up in kind of Unistub's yeah, bunk. And you can, can you play from there? I don't know. Can you play from this? Unistub's bunk. <laughs> well, there's your title for the podcast today, if nothing else. Unistub's oh, bunk. I forgot. I was going through my notes last night and I forgot a cl- something from uh, the Liverpool game which was really amusing I don't yeah. know if anybody else saw it but James Milner got a late uh, late in the game he got a knock and sort of head injury and oh yeah it's a bit shaken up and everything and uh, and the trainer treated him he got up and everything and then he poured a drink bottle of water over his head which would have been fine if it wasn't absolutely pouring down with rain <laughs> Never seen anybody still do a that. way of clearing your head. Though, no, I suppose isn't it? so. Yeah. Um, Mighty Spurs last night. Well done, all the teams oh, yes. in Europe that uh, won. Yes, gritty teeth. Even the Arsenal, although they did have to come back. It's a lot it? easier, isn't it, the Europa League than? 
Well, know. I think we'll find out in the fullness of time. It yeah. wasn't for Celtic, was it, really? But they did have AC Milan to continue. I watched a bit of that game and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Odson Edward wasn't playing, and uh, they missed him. And the crowd, you know, when they got when they got one back, you could have imagined the crowd at Celtic Park would have absolutely got behind. Yeah, him and everything. no, that would have made so a difference. It was, it was difficult, really. And Milan look all right. Zlatan's fascinating. He still looks good, even at thirty-eight. I have to admit yeah, it's it. Impressive. It's ridiculous. I mean, he set up one goal brilliantly with a classic bit of play, and he's six foot five. But no one ever says about Zlatan. He's got good feet for a big man. You kind of take it as red, <laughs> don't you? You know he's got good feet. Yeah, he should be the ultimate from that point of view. Yes, Gareth Bale. Mm. You can see that Vinicius a, looks good. Yeah, he did. He did. He did very well last night, barring that sort of miss at the start. For here we go. It's Vincent Janssen the second, but he quickly built Vinicius, on that. Vinicius Lan- Janssen. Yeah, he looks much better. He than quickly him. built on that and played. Very very, very well and, and looks looks a decent uh, loan signing. He looks stiff, Jensen. You know, some, when you see a player, a real player, yeah. they've got something a bit fluid Gareth about Gareth Bale is, you know, you can see, you know, there was yeah. one little thing late in the game. He'd been on the pitch for 55 minutes and he tried to push a ball beyond their left back and the left back sort of caught up fairly easy and put it out into touch. You know, he's not, he's not, not going to be game, that yeah. player, but he reads it well. He can always pick mm. a pass. And uh, it'll, it'll be good to watch from that point. Uh, I switched to your game when Mick Jagger texted me. He said, this could be the last time. <laughs> <laughs> this could be the last time. That's very good, yeah. yeah very Thanks much. for much of Deli, that. Deli Alley did a flick at the end, though. I thought Jose oh, yeah. won't be happy with that. No. And he lost it. Did you see that? Well, moment? I thought that, that was the only one he did because mm. no, it was very noticeable last night. He wasn't doing the donkey kicks and the flicks and the back heels. He was doing. He was keeping well, it simple. And I thought he did well. Much better came. idea, yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, we move on. Glenn made the point. Spurs squad is really... Strong, pretty deep, yeah, strong. Which, yeah. which makes a change. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Sure enough, Phil with the Fox, Jeff Peters is listening to us. Oh, Good yeah. afternoon, Jeff. He says, Yeah, Vardy could be back, should train today. Okay. Leicester's last mm. league win at Arsenal was in 1973. Yes, so what it does sound like they're not. With them. Jeff also has a little dialogue with him. Uh, off air earlier on he was in the stadium last night for the Leicester Europa League game mm. and you know you when you watch games without any atmosphere on the telly it's not great but he was making the point that uh, you know it feels so flat in the stadium when you're watching a competitive game it just feels like a training match it mm. feels like you're watching just a, a friendly or behind closed doors friendly or a training match. And it must be very weird in the stadium when you're there watching the matches and, and just trying to even get involved as a journalist when and you're reporting on It is thing. frustrating because you're seeing places, even in Belgium, where they're going to terrible problems with the second wave. They had fans at Liège, didn't they? You yeah, know? that's right. And this thing that Jim was talking about, Martin Ziegler did it in the paper, this is the maddest thing that fans would be able to watch West Ham's game in view cinemas in Westfield, but not in the ground. That just oh. makes absolutely is, is that no any sense. Is madder than the fact that people watched the Borough game last week from executive suites at no, the Riverside? No, madder. But with the curtains closed, so they couldn't actually watch the match. I just, I can't understand this. If, if, if as... Is said that it's safer outside. What is the problem with trying it? You know, try try do some trials, see what happens. You know, well, do it, keep it low numbers and see what happens with. It. Is there any after effects? Is there any spike? These clubs, Henry Winter said, it, these clubs are well set up to deal with this, and it just that is a mockery to have people going to the View Cinema in Westfields yeah. and the stadium there with no one in it. It's nonsense. We got the Fools panel coming up, um, and if you would like to take on David Prutton, uh, the uh, former professional footballer of course former Leeds player will be covering a Leeds game and uh, now a fine host on uh, on Sky 
uh, and Joe Shannon, who's representing the commentators. Some good news. We hope to welcome back Motty next week. We very much look forward oh, to that. But yeah. Joe has stepped in for Motty once again this afternoon in the Falls panel. These are the games we'd like to try and guess the scores of. Aston Villa versus Leeds, Manchester United versus Chelsea, and Arsenal v Leicester. So you can give us a call now on 08717. Double two double three double four. That's oh eight seven one seven double two double three double four. All you got to do is uh, tell us why you think the team's going to win, what the score will be, or draw, etc. And our good friends at Green King will uh, give you a fifty pounds food and drink voucher to spend at any Green King pub just for taking part. You must be over eighteen to do that. But if you would like to take part, represent the listeners in the Falls panel. Oh eight seven one seven double two double three double four. Call us now. We'll call you back and get you involved in about half an hour's time. Andy? Yes, more great news from those custodians, those great custodians of the game, IFAB. Oh, yeah. They're so fantastic, aren't they? Um, Now they are considering, which is, of course, a very good thing, a trials of additional permanent concussion substitutes, which could begin in January. Nobody would be against that. It's well worth trialling, a very important thing. But isn't it funny how... Oh, that somehow they can come up with something mm. mid-season. They always, when they've got something horribly wrong, they always yeah. hide behind the. Oh, we can't change it mid-season. Oh, well, that would change the competitive balance. Well, this would change the competitive balance as well. It's exactly the same thing. But somehow they can find a way of doing it. Yeah, really, that whole organisation needs massive reforming, in my view. Now, uh, I've got something p- potentially for the listeners. Um, the uh, Leeds players, when they headed back down or b- back up the motorway after the game at Wembley last week in the Challenge mm. Cup. They stopped off at a motorway services McDonald's mm. and most of them were still in full kit and maybe because they you know, just had to get back on and couldn't get showers there or whatever from a COVID point of view. Mm. But they were all in full kit and they all sort of filed in and bought their Big Macs and their quarter pounders with cheese and all that. And fairly bizarre, I would imagine, if you were working uh, in that services. They took the cup in as well with them. <laughs> yeah, and I was going to say, I was just about to say, it wouldn't have been great for the Leeds fans who are on their way home, but of course, there wouldn't have been any there. But it did strike me about some of the things Some of the things you possibly did when you were in your kit, still in your kit. You played on a Sunday morning, couldn't get a shower for whatever reason, had to get away. So some of the weird and wonderful things you found yourself doing when you were still in your kit, that could be your whites as well, whatever sport you'd played, but still wearing the kit... What did you find yourself suddenly get uh, get involved in? Where did you have to go? Let us know. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Well, there's plenty of sport on this weekend, of course, yes. on TV and certainly on TalkSport. And somebody who's been uh, really taking in an awful lot of sport on TV this week <laughs> joins us now. It is, of no course, one takes in more. No one, no one does. No, uh, no. Squad number nine, Martin Kellner. Uh, good afternoon, yeah, Martin. It, good afternoon. It's all absolutely free as well. Absolutely free it to is. air. It is. Mm, yes. Um, well, I have been watching a lot this week, to, to be honest, because what else is there to do sitting here in tier two? Sitting here rather... in limbo, as Jimmy Cliff once said. That's what you've been up to, isn't it, basically? Mm. More or less. Yeah. Um, I know you're always looking for uh, for new uh, coinages by pundits and things. Uh, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank was one of the pundits at uh, Leeds v uh, Wolves uh, earlier in the week, and he described Leeds, Leeds United as a, a fresh of breath air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, it is very good. good. It's mm. it's a good one, isn't it? 
And I've been watching, um, on your advice, uh, the Doc Rivers episode of The Playbook. Yes. You know, I was talking about this last week. It's mm. uh, The Playbook, A Coach's Rules for Life, which is uh, a series on Netflix. Yes. Um, the one with Jose Mourinho, not that enlightening, but, you know, mildly interesting. But you're right, the Doc Rivers one, really good. He was the uh, Boston Celtics and before that LA Clippers mm. uh, coach, basketball coach. But the more you watch these programs, the more you think that basically all coaches have the same trick. You know, if you're a team coach, basically what you're trying to do is build that team ethic into the uh, into the team. You know, so that players don't play, you improve individuals. But really, you're just trying to get that uh, team mentality in, mm. which, you know, you watch Jose it's the same thing really as Doc Rivers. And they all have, I mean, what's interesting about the program is they all have different tricks uh, to do it. Uh, and Doc Rivers has this thing called Ubuntu, which you, did you two see that? Yes, we yes, did. Yeah, yeah. It's, I thought that part of it was fascinating, actually. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it reminded me a bit of the hacker, uh, in a way, you know, using a sort of cultural icon, if you like, to, uh, to try and build the team ethic. Uh, Ubuntu is a Zulu. It comes from the, it's a shortening of the Zulu phrase, Umuntu Gumuntu Gabantu, which mm. uh, it'll startle you to learn I had to look up. Yeah. On, <laughs> yeah, it does explain this. I can't be the best I can be until you're the best you can be. I mean, that, that's fairly logical, yeah. isn't it? It is, and, and literally, it means I am because you are. And uh, obviously, it was, it was uh, people like Archbishop uh, Desmond Tutu uh, and others adopted uh, this uh, this phrase, if you like. And, he, and Doc Rivers was saying, so our team started living Ubuntu, which you know didn't really change the way of life. But what it did was it, it built, you know, it, it built this solidarity of the of the squad, and that's. That's what it was all about. It says a lot about him, though, Martin, that that he could get these guys to to buy into it. You know, basketball teams are very small teams and they've got Mm. great individuals in them. So to get... And they signed these three players that he had to sort of incorporate. They all wanted the ball. They all wanted to be the star, which is why I think he came up with that thing. I found that really interesting. Yeah, that that takes a lot. I mean, it takes a lot to do that, to get them to buy into that. And not because, you know, there could be players who just might just see that as jargon. They might not buy into the philosophy, Mm. but those guys did. And it supposedly says a lot about them as much as him, really. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's what I've always said about coaching, and that is that uh, you have to be slightly mad. <laughs> and the more, you know, the more slightly mad you are, if you like. Uh, I mean, I'm not a, a mental health professional, but the more sort of uh, bananas you are in some way, I think the more you, you know, the more players will buy into it. You look at the great coaches, you know, Brian Clough, we've got Bielsa these days. Um, oh, yeah, they've all know, got a touch of madness about them. Yeah. They, they absolutely do. Yeah. And of course, uh, very interesting, that great uh, comeback, uh, Celtics versus the Lakers, when Jack Nicholson, j- just before they did the, the great comeback, um, Jack Nicholson said, we're dead men walking because of course he's a big uh, Lakers fan isn't he they've got the big celebrity fan base there Uh, and what a fantastic comeback that was probably the greatest comeback in sport apart from obviously from West Ham at Spurs (laughs) well it took a whole five minutes longer than I thought really I think the also very interesting part of that documentary was the fact that he he was the coach of this team he just got there and the owner was a terrible racist he basically got caught out and he had to deal with that and deal with you know they were Right in the middle of the playoffs, weren't they? And we hadn't just joined the team. They were right in the middle of the playoffs. Right. And, you know, that was a really tough thing for him to have to deal with. And I thought he handled it brilliantly. 
He did. I mean, that was unbelievable, the tape that emerged of what, you know, I mean, it wasn't even under the counter racism. It was, you know, no, right in on. your face racism. Yeah. It was full on. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so uh, they're all 35 minutes long. They're a series on different coaches. Now they're very entertaining. So they're on Netflix, yeah. available on Netflix. And uh, you've been watching some temp-in bowling, Martin, I understand. Yeah, well, this is this is on the, the the Weber Cup or the Weber Cup, whatever it's called, Bet Victor Weber Cup has been on uh, in the afternoons. And uh, sometimes I need a snooze in the afternoon. <laughs> and you find... Yeah, I've reached that stage. Surely the pins wake you up when they sort of yeah, rattle. Yeah, clattering down. <laughs> well, now it's soporific because... Basically, most of these guys can get a strike nearly every time. Yes. And what they do is they spin the ball so it looks like it's going down the gully at the side. And then it spins in and hits the front pin uh, side on, which, you know, which is what you have to do. Uh, so it's just a sort of very repetitious. The, the is USA it the gully or the gutter? I never know. I always call it the gully myself, yeah. but I might be wrong. I've got, um, I've got another one. I might have said the gutter no, myself, I actually. The gutter. So, I'm not an expert. It's, it's many years since I've played. So. <laughs> Clearly. So what, what, is, this, this is, Amer- is this an American tournament or British tournament or a European? No, it's an international. It's oh, the big tournament. It's, it's the big one, the uh, Weber Cup, uh, Europe versus the USA. It's the Tempin bowling equivalent of the Ryder Cup. Oh, OK. Um, but I don't count anything as a sport if you have to leave your shoes in a little box. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of, uh, you know... <laughs> yeah. But it's fun in the afternoon. I was wanting to just take a really terrible old pair of shoes and then like walk what, and then away. Walk like, out looking I like, used to like those red and blue, looking like a member of the Star Council, <laughs> <laughs> wandering the streets in your bowling shoes. That's a nice look. Yeah, that's um, that must happen now and again. I mean, have you ever seen anybody in a pair of bowling shoes wandering the streets of Leeds, Martin? Or uh, now that I, not that I can remember, <laughs> okay. uh, recently it's very difficult to tell because uh, you know often people have got a shell suit down over the top of their shoes. <laughs> of course, uh, of course. Of course. <laughs> now well, you've got to live there. You said it. Yes. Now another another. Pro- I'm only joking. Of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, of course. Um, another, another pro. If we're on the subject of racism, mm. uh, there's a program called For- Forbidden Games, which I think one of your uh, listeners uh, recommended to me. Uh, the Justin Fashion News story. Oh yes, I've seen this. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yes. It, it was originally released in 2017. I never saw it. It's it's on uh, Netflix now. You've got to look for it, but it's on there. Uh, forbidden Games is a Justin Fashion News story. Got to be very careful you don't get Forbidden Games, the 1952 French war drama okay. uh, directed by René Clément. But if you do get the... I mean, this Justin Fashion News, the great Greek tragedy of, uh, of British football. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's three stories in one, really. For a start, it tells you about the... Experience of being a black footballer in Britain in the 1970s, uh, which was uh, certainly no no picnic. Absolutely, I mean, it's st- even after this time, it still makes your mind boggle when you see some of the scenes of racism that we had uh, and that footballers had to live with in, in the 70s. So you've mm. got the racism angle, obviously the homophobia. Uh, angle to the story which sort of comes in later on but also there's a very interesting uh, family uh, yeah. angle to it with yeah the interviews the, with john are, are, are yeah. quite painful for him you can tell can't mm. you really absolutely and, and and they do interview everybody who is in any way can you know glenn hoddle's interviewed on it joe royal who was a teammate of uh, justin fashion you at, at norwich yeah 
Um, and just the, the whole thing about two black boys being brought up in a little village in, you know, when they were fostered, mm. a little village in uh, Norfolk, uh, the only black kids in the in the village, very much so. Um, and all that is interesting. The sibling rivalry between John uh, and Justin and the abandonment that they went through. Uh, if you've not seen it, of, of all the stuff I've watched recently on, uh, I'm going to say I, I missed out on it when it came out in 2017, but of all mm. the stuff I've seen on uh, Netflix recently, probably about the most touching, uh, and as it is black, like, you know, all, all the uh, channels are doing its Black History Month yeah. uh, and they're doing sort of little bumpers between the ad breaks uh, about that. Uh, but if you really do want to know a little bit about black history in U in the UK, as well as, of course, all the other stuff about Justin Fashion U, uh, well worth watching that programme called yeah. Forbidden Games. Uh, mm, sounds good. Co-produced by a friend of the show, Adam Dark. That's how when we first yes. spoke right. about okay, it yeah, um, sure. when it was first made. And uh, and it was on BT then, but now available on Netflix. So uh, yeah, people should absolutely. Go, and, go and check it out. Um, Definitely. Martin, you're back tonight, I take it, on, um, on Talk Radio and Talk Sport Simulcasting. Simulcasting, yeah, it's all free. Um, I'll be free to air. Well, yeah, you, you dare, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you dare charge yeah, for and it. And the equipment surely. sounded good, Martin. Is equipment sounding all right? Oh, that's a, that's a good sign. Yeah. They often um, they often test the line at one o'clock in the morning. I've, I found out this from BT. Yeah. If they're doing any upgrades, they do them at one o'clock in the morning <laughs> when nobody's supposed to be listening, apart from you, I'm, the only one who's working. <laughs> yeah, and I, I told them that. I said, well, I said there are people in Kuala Lumpur who are dying to hear at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. We're watching a bit of IPL, Andy and I, at the moment, and it's uh, Chennai Super Kings versus Mumbai. Indians. I never smoke anything else. And Chennai are five for four. I they know. were three for four just now. They're getting absolutely gubbed. Aren't Don't they? Only in Chadesia probably have never been in in the third. Oh, blimey! <laughs> it was nearly out again. It's not going to last long, is it? This. Blimey. Boomer, anyway. Boomer is the best white ball bowler, I think, in the world. Yeah. Fantastic bowler. Anyway, on to American sports. Todd Macklin joins us as always. Good afternoon, Todd. Hey, boys. Well, the World Series is underway, uh, Dodgers versus the Rays, and it's one apiece as, as they stand. It certainly is, and this is kind of the, uh, the David and Goliath World Series. You've got the L.A. Dodgers, the second highest payroll this year, uh, only to the New York Yankees. So the Dodgers uh, spend about hundred and seven million dollars uh, on their payroll this year and you got the tampa bay rays third from the bottom so 28th out of 30 teams in payroll they spend about 28 million dollars so kind of that's been the focus right the dodgers the big spending famous dodgers and the little tampa bay rays and as you said they're a game apiece after two games and if you look at the stats the stats will tell you when the world series has been split one game apiece uh, it, there's a 47% chance this is going to a seventh game in the World Series, which I think mm -hmm. we're all hoping for. Game sevens are big deals. So they are that even. It's funny, the discrepancy in how much is spent on the teams, but they are that even through two games. And they're listen, they are that even. I think the Dodgers, you would say, have a better lineup, better hitters, but the Rays probably have better pitching. And uh, we'll see in the end who's going to win out. Has there been any adjustment for sort of travelling? I mean, it's not in a bubble, is it? The no, Major they're, League they're, Baseball. They're playing at. They're playing at uh, in Texas. Playing at Texas oh, Rangers. Right. They're playing in Arlington, it, aren't they? Yeah, that would make sense. Otherwise, they're going to have to. No, they're, back no, they're playing all the games. That's that's right, Todd, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So they started with the division series round. When they went to the best of the five, they moved into bubbles. So they played in 
Los Angeles, San Diego, and then they played in Houston and then Texas. And they've had the, the World Series now in Texas. And yeah, they of course, they didn't play the season in the bubble, right? And we talked guys throughout the season. They had some cases. They had, you know, whether it was the Miami Marlins, the, the St. Louis Cardinals, where they missed about a week of games and had to postpone them. They didn't want to take the chance of that happening when they got down to the playoffs. So they put them in the bubble. And so far, we've not had any... Any instance, it's just, listen, what we've talked about all along, too. You miss the atmosphere of a crowd, a home crowd at a World Series. It's missing. The players have talked about it. You know, we've talked about watching on TV. But listen, this is what it is, and you got to do the best you can. Now, a bit of controversy, because often the uh, thing that's aimed at Americans who <laughs> like their baseball, you, you, people are saying, well, why do you call it the World Series? It's only played in America. And they say, well, that's where you're wrong, mate, because it's named after the New York World newspaper that sponsored uh, the, the baseball final in those days. And then you, you obviously feel a bit of an idiot. But the New York Times have started to look into this for some reason, have discovered that New York World was never a sponsor uh, of of the World was Series. It fake news? Well, it was fake news, apparently. Fake news. And, and uh, so basically America do call it that, even though they're only playing in America. You are correct, yes. <laughs> that the, the only connection the New York World newspaper had to baseball in the World Series at that time is they covered it, right? It had nothing to do with them. Uh, and, you know, there are reports that it dates back to, uh, you know, one of the owners of the Pittsburgh Pirates at the time. They played in the first World Series against the Boston Red Sox. The Pirates were the champs of the National League. The Red Sox, the champs of uh, the, the the American League. And, and the thought was that, they, hey, we've got these two champions of different leagues. Let's, you know, play against each other and call it something big. And, hmm. you know, I can see it at the time. I'm sure people in in America thought they were the only ones playing baseball. You know, there was a thought that they invented the game. So I don't, I don't see any, you know, it's not a stretch to think, well, you know, let's call it something grandiose. Let's call it the world series. And I think guys, I know, you know, this information has come out, but I don't think they're changing the name of the World no, Series. No. Right? There was a famous right? moment in baseball. Far down the road. Yeah. There was a famous moment in baseball. Which it's called the shot that was heard around the world. You think, well, it wasn't really, yeah. was it? It was only heard in America. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. Andy's, Andy's uh, adding fuel to the fire. Now, we've got a bit of audio uh, for you. This was uh, uh, poor old Daniel Jones, who plays for the Giants, has gone viral today, and he's destined to end up on uh, lots and lots of compilations of kind of mad moments from the world of of sport um, uh, we maybe should explain it before we play you the moment but he was um, he basically he, he, he was about to basically get a home run wasn't he he was, he was there he was just yards away from the end zone and he just fell over his own feet Todd he did. <laughs> he did yeah it's the longest run by a quarterback in the last 40 years that didn't result in a touchdown <laughs> and you're right it is as simple as he tw- he tripped over his own two feet yeah, let's let's hear the the moment as it happened. He did pretty good against him then. <laughs> From the twelve, Jones keeps, gets a block, takes off, and he is gone. Trying to stay upright, and he trips. Absolutely all alone, and he trips, going to the end zone, and ends up carrying it as it is for eighty. He but a walk-in touchdown, and he tripped himself. 
They did uh, finish the drive and get a, a touchdown. I've seen worse than that. I've yeah. seen this. I've seen I've seen blokes drop it over the line. They've actually, <laughs> they will drop it on the line and say, not you know, obviously they cross the line. It's a touchdown. It kind of starts to run into the ground. It's very weird. But they did lose the game. Uh, the Giants. As they well, they did. They had an eleven point lead with about five minutes left and ended up losing the game. Not because of him, no. more because of their defense. But the, the I guess the most the people most upset with that play are if you had Daniel Jones in fantasy football because you missed out on six points if he had scored the touchdown. Oh, it sounds so like I'm you did, Tom. You sound pretty <laughs> No, you know what I did? But that's how you watch sports now, right? Yeah. If you're in fantasy. It's like, oh, my gosh. I thought the most amazing thing of the NFL weekend was Washington – Basically, last play of the game, they got it to they were down and they got it to twenty nineteen. So if they hit the extra point, it would have gone to overtime. And the coach decided to go for a two point play, which meant they'd win it. But of course, if they didn't get it, they'd lose, and uh, they didn't get it. So oh, that dear. was a pretty mad play, I thought. Bad move too. Always, you always take the tie and go into overtime. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, it just what that you just it's too risky. Right, you give yourself a chance if you get the tie, and then you go into overtime. Yeah. Whatever, he's a coach. I'm not. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> very quickly, a photographer is uh, suing a bull. It's um, <laughs> it's the, well, the owners of the bull. It's a it's a, a mascot for the Texas Longhorns. Oh, it's an actual bull. I thought it was a bull costume. No, it was a it's a bull. It's oh, like, really? It's, this this whole question about using kind of live animal mascots, which is very questionable anyway. Mm. But uh, these days, but yeah, this Longhorn steer butted the photographer when he was taking some pictures, and he's claiming it's it caused him back issues and real problems, and he's now suing suing them and, and presented the medical bills, twenty four grand of the medical bills to them yeah i, I gotta like his case i i agree 100 like you know they always talk about actors don't work with kids and animals <laughs> and listen if you're gonna put a live animal a bull on the field as your mascot yeah. you better be 100 percent sure it doesn't <laughs> do anything like this and you know you and i listen i i like his chances of winning I'd, I'd love to see the bull in the court if he questions it. That would be fantastic. It'd be like that old one. With Twenty-four the... grand of medical bills in America. It's only that's like one night stay. In growing toenails. Yes. <laughs> that's, probably, yeah, that's probably going in to have your temperature taken. Um, cheers, Todd. We'll catch up with you next week. Thanks very much. See you, boy. Stanford once took me out of the bridge. <laughs> oh, you should have got a, a Batesy would have knocked you back. He wouldn't have given you any money. Should have got out of his way. He would have said, yeah, "Go get and clear off. Go and clear off." <laughs> with your twenty-four grand medical. Bills. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Now, there's an awful lot of sport on TV this weekend, but that doesn't mean you may, you may decide no, you need to have a, a break. You need a bit of relief. You need oh. a bit of relief now and again. And there is some uh, pretty decent non-sporting telly as well. But as always, this time on a Friday, here to talk us through it is a Brighton-supporting uh, TV reviewer for the star, Mike Ward. Good afternoon, Mike. Good afternoon, guys. What did you make of the derby last week then? Did you, are you you're happy with the one? I suppose you a bit of a smash and grab, wasn't it? It really was a bit of a board? smash and grab, a deflection. I like a deflection. And yeah. There's something quite satisfying about a, a that a late equaliser that is also a deflection. I don't know why. Don't yeah, know. Especially some... against them, of course, you, yes, you would argue. Yeah, of course. Yes. So, um, we've got... Um... If we don't like your reviews today, we're going to get Lewis Dunk to see you. Uh, yeah. One of challenges. <laughs> I will defend that challenge. That's what he does in, in our penalty box normally. Yeah. just realised that that's probably not what you meant to do in that yeah. <laughs> Gogglebox is great fun. It's another celebrity yeah. special for mm. stand-up cancer the and uh, a good lineup. Yeah, yes. good lineup. You've got David Mitchell and uh, his wife, Victoria Corrin Mitchell. We've got the line of duty people who started... Um, uh, re, uh, they resumed filming in, in Belfast, yeah. I think, for line of duty. So you've got Adrian Dunbar and... Uh, Martin Cobston and Vicky McClure. So I'm, I'm guessing it's quite easy for them to be together. It's um, the only thing I'd say about the, mm. the celebrity version is I sometimes think that the joy of the, the, the original goggle box, especially when people are fairly new to it, is that they can sort of say what they like. Whereas if you work in the business, yeah. I think there's always a part of you that's thinking, oh, if I say that about, you know, so people are kind of hedging their bets a wee bit and sort mm. of holding back sometimes. Mm, so you point. possibly don't get it as, as funny, but it's still interesting because it's that person you know, talking about it. So uh, what are they talking about? Nigella, Nigella Lawson, her programme, her new series. Yeah. I mean, that's an easy target. That's fish in a barrel, isn't I it? I would think so. Yeah. Million Pound Cube they're looking at as well, aren't they? Yes. Family uh, Fortunes, rather interesting. Family Fortunes, yeah, because it's, um, it's what's his name? It's Gino DeCampo does it these days. Oh, right, OK. Yeah. And um, the Andrew Marr show, yeah. top of my list. It's a funny fit, though, isn't it? Gino DeCampo in the family. It is. Yeah. Yeah. He's a chef. He's a chef. Got a good agent. Maybe one of the people that will say that on the sofa tonight, he's, I'm going to get Gino's agent, he's working wonders. Now, yeah. Graham Norton mm. tonight has got... Uh, I Bruce, think it's been good, the new series, really yeah. good. Bruce and it's a good lineup tonight. tonight. Bruce yeah. Springsteen has got another 71, Bruce. I, I'm obsessed with people's ages at the moment. That. <laughs> Happy birthday, Pele, by the way. We're oh, yeah, 80, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah he's, he's got his new album out uh, what, today. Pele? Yeah, Pele's new album. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> it's a corker. Yeah. <laughs> um, Letter to You is Bruce's. I don't know what mm. Pele's is called. Um, and he's got a film. Letter to You. <laughs> Sorry, what? It's, 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 a, a, it's, it's a private it's it's a joke. A, it's, a, it's, Heta. it's a lot of H's. When Pele <laughs> speaks, there's a lot of H's in it. Oh, okay. Brazilian, Portuguese. Um, <laughs> that would work then. Li- like yeah. Lily, Lily James. James. Oh, aye, aye. Lily James. Yeah. I wonder what line of questioning we're going to get she there. Wrote, yeah, I know. Well, well, she, was on, she was apparently on... Um, was she on the I'll try, and have a smug show? Look, I'll try and have a smug look on my face while she's on. And didn't say much. Mm. Um, but, yeah, OK. Yeah, right. she's in this uh, this new um, uh, interpretation of uh, Rebecca, which is uh, oh, who yeah. started on Netflix, which came on Netflix on uh, Wednesday, I think, so I should be talking about that. 
Uh, you've given us a bit of froth there with Gogglebox and Graham Norton, but what if you, you fancy uh, a show about the 70s in Germany with German subtitles? German subtitles is very much my thing. Actually, do you know what? I do like mm. a subtitle. I've realised it's taken me many, many years to realise I do quite like a subtitle show because you obviously you're really... You feel intelligent, mm. isn't it? I sort of feel intelligent, but also I can't be distracted because if I sort of look away or, mm. you know... can't I, be looking I, at your phone, can you? Looking at no, me, you, can't, you, you can't do the looking at the phone, so you have to do it. And also, <laughs> I've, I've, do you know what? Sometimes when I watch things on Netflix, I put the subtitles on it so I, I can't concentrate more because I read and wow. I follow up because people do mumble a bit it's a I know discipline that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's true it, do, it makes me it's... makes me concentrate and by the end of an episode of subtitles it's slightly harder work but I feel like I'm more into it I don't okay. get that mumbling thing I know people have talked about it over these well I yeah. don't because you how often not that often but occasionally yeah. you know when you get one it's a key part of the plot and you, you you play it back you go back you go back, you try and hear it and you think mm. surely the the director couldn't hear it either no. I suppose they had the script in front oh of them. I see I thought you meant you didn't get why people Complaining? No, no, I couldn't get one. <laughs> yes. You can't hear it. You need the mic. Uh, you need the mic. I might try your method. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. amazing how. I mean, when you watch a program, it's amazing how one little line, or even just something that flashes up on the screen, like five years later. Sometimes you watch your drama, and the action fast forward five years, and if you just looked away at that moment. You sort of blinked or, or picked yeah. up a cup of tea and so, you not realised that it's, it's moved forward. You know, you have to concentrate on these things. It's called The Same Sky, set in East Germany. Sorry, yes. You say you're half expecting David Bowie to wander in. Yeah. <laughs> station Absolute. to station era. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, very much. 70s Berlin, and it's basically about uh, East German uh, um, Stasi, the secret police, uh, coming up with a plot to um, uh, get secrets from the West, okay. which is basically sending sort of uh, young um, Stasi officers to seduce Western spy, Blimey. female spies. Uh, um, Strictly's back Saturday evening, first live show. Um, yes, and uh, giving us the uh, betting. I've given you the betting. Maisie Smith, she's been getting a lot of traction, isn't she? From Easties, she's uh, yep. she's favourite. She um, is favourite. That's Bill difficult. Bailey, fifty to one. That's Andrew, ridiculous. Bill, I was reading about Bill Bailey this yeah. morning. He's got a dance uh, sort of training. He, he's oh, right. sort of, and he's so. musical, of course, isn't he? Yeah, he's, got, he's musical. I think that's ridiculous. Well, I, he was sixty sixty one. I suspect. I mean, he's not going to go anytime soon, is he? Let's be honest. He's, he, you know, even if he's just funny, he'll stay. But hmm. I suspect. He'll he'll be a bit like Debbie McGee in a strange way. He'll surprise us. <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably right. Okay, so we'll watch that seven twenty five. It goes on for about two and a half hours. Easily, I mean, at this yeah. stage, it's just it would lose the will to live. Um, just uh, tomorrow. Um, uh, sorry, on Sunday, yes. couple of things. You got another. Piers Morgan life story is this it's a right? Cliff yeah oh, it was Cliff, Cliff's yeah. 80th birthday like, oh we talked about that uh, yeah mm. so Cliff Richards is the first uh, person to talk to uh, Piers uh, for this news and basically he's talking about obviously the big you know scandal when you know the, the his um, apartment was raided yeah, he has talked about that before though. and he's yeah. talking about how he you know he got through that and uh, you know the effect that it had on him and also he talks about how he dealt with being bullied mm. at school and it turns out he's boasting about what a great fighter he was and he never lost a fight wow you know, so he doesn't look hard Cliff no, no. I mean you never know. Fit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, finally, the Michael Palin Travels of a Lifetime, last in the series, an absolutely brilliant series. Absolutely. I think they're all on the iPlayer. They're and he really iPlayer. brought them to life because he kept diaries and tapes and he remembers so much of it. And it, it's, it's a sensational show. It's, and for those that didn't see it the first time around, I don't think that matters because it, it really no. works very well. It makes you it? want to pick up with the originals again. Yeah. And, and yeah, he's kept all the, all the diaries and notes. And it's brilliant. And he, 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 sort of, he tells the story so well. BBC Two, 8pm, highly recommended. Thank you, Mike. Have a good weekend. And you. Cheers, guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. There we are. That's uh, this afternoon's show. We've got uh, Matt Ford joining us next week. He'll be telling us a bit about Spitting Image and how that's going. Talking a bit of Forest. Alan Brazil. Tough booking. He'll be joining us. And uh, also Greg Thomas in the world of cycling. turns up, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. 
It's on the phone. He'll turn up. He's got a book to sell. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Anyway, um, that's all happening. Uh, have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Score a bank account boosting 5K in cash simply by identifying Trevor Sinclair's former teammate from the following clues. He played for Chelsea and West Ham. He won over 100 international caps. He scored a goal that wasn't a goal for England in South Africa. Text win and your answer to 63320. Text cost £2 plus normal sending charge. Entries close 6pm Friday, October 23rd. 18 plus. Please gamble responsibly. See talksport.com slash competitions for terms and conditions. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.